You're listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. This is our weekly recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm with my sister, Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Julie, it's a double recap extravaganza, isn't this it? This is epic, Leon. We have never done anything quite this big, this ambitious, <laughs> but it, it it is meant to be because it's all about Bess's run for presidency. I have the bunting out, Leon. I've got flags. I've even got some cookies in the oven because (laughs) that's what Bess's kids did when she decided to run for president. All right. We are recapping episode 519 and 520. So that is the one called, the first one is uh, The Great Experiment and the second one is Better Angels. They could just literally have called both of these episodes The Kitchen Sink because they threw Every possible story, plot line, uh, plausible, implausible, it's all in here. <laughs> you are right. Julie, you're right. It's like they got to the end of the season and they're like, forget it. Let, let's just put it all in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just green light that idea. Makes no sense. Okay. Well, for the first thing that made no sense was two episodes ago, she resigned. She drunkenly resigned at the end of the right. episode, but she exactly. appears to still be doing her job. So uh-huh. we'll, we'll get to that in 520. That was uh, in in uh, in the last, the season finale, Better Angels. They made, they clarified that a little, but I was confused in 519. Like, I thought she drunk resigned. I, what are we doing here? So, um, so, okay, 519, The Great Experiment, of course, from de Tocqueville. Uh, it focuses on the real world issues like the rise of nationalism globally. So finger on the pulse there, the double standard with which women are treated at work dovetailing into a me too storyline. I know we had to get that in, not to mention a little potty parity discussion as well. Right. Okay. I know. I know. That's what I, I think the writers in the room were like, Hey, we're putting it in here. Our bathrooms here at wherever they're writing this stuff are not good enough. And they and they want they want some free product laying in the ladies' room. <laughs> well, they they also in that storyline did the list, right? That that actual list that kept circulating in the entertainment business about or and or was it publishing? Which was the one where there was a list out there about men you want to work for, men you don't want to work for, right? So they used that storyline, and then finally we see her arch nemesis, Callister Will Chase, <laughs> Senator Senator Will Chase. With the stupid mustache. Wait, yeah, that's just bad mustache, man. That's what I call him, Liam. I know. So he's running for president, and he's the white nationalist candidate. So, again, a <laughs> lot in this episode. We're not going to unpack every scene, but there were a couple of surprising scenes to me. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's surprising scene number one. First of all, both the Republicans and the Democrats appear to want Bass as their candidate. What? I mean, what's that about, Liam? I don't know. I think- I don't know. And then I know President Dalton is an independent, but no independent ever wins the presidency, Leon. No. So why, oh, why would Bess want to do that? Right. I, right. I mean, in I guess in their dream fugue state there in the writer's room, they're like, wouldn't it be great if we had a viable independent candidate? Yes, <laughs> so that I, would be great. I think America wants that, certainly. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Yeah, so, but that was like a preposterous scene when the Republican senator from Massachusetts came over to Bess's house and just said, will you be our candidate? It's crazy. Right. And then we, we, we learned a couple of things about Bess's policy stance there. You know, she does agree with the Republicans on some, but on other issues, not so much. So, 
So, I mean, that just surprised me. It, but okay, I mean, a lot of TV shows have played that where you don't really know what party they're in. You don't you don't quite know where they stand, so it doesn't become a political brouhaha. So it's probably better for their storylines that she runs as an independent. But I did not expect that in the middle of everything else that was going on in this episode. Okay, the other thing we had the Me Too movement. We have and and that story. Can, can I say yeah, yeah? Can I say something about that Me Too movement? Yeah. Yes, it was a good good storyline in that Bess's young assistant, who is going to be transferred over, didn't want to end up working for a lech. I get that. Right. But then after that, sort of all due process protocol kind of breaks down. Yeah. And they just bully this guy out of office, and he was he was set up to be the interim secretary of state. And even after they bully him out of office without any due process whatsoever, then they're gleefully running around on the seventh floor of the State Department about, you know, that he's gone and he's out of it. And and maybe he was a terrible person, but it seemed like they should have some rules and protocol and, you know, due process for all employees, Leon. Well, I think that was the TV timeline, Julie. They just wanted to wrap that up instead (laughs) of years of negotiating and lawyers and, and, you know, women coming forth in a drip, drip, drip. They just wrapped that whole thing up in 60, 60 minutes. You're right. There were probably some HR violations. (laughs) Yes, there were, Leon. Okay. But the real, the bombshell of this episode was that, you know, the story was breaking that Elizabeth and President Dalton had an affair when they worked at CIA. Well, no, yuck. I mean, I hope not, but yet, but there didn't seem to be, I mean, everyone on her staff was like, well, maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. I mean, Daisy wasn't like, oh, of course not. No one was saying that, Leanne. And I thought one of the creepiest scenes in this episode is when Henry meets with the uh, with the ex CIA agent yes. Isabel. Yeah, yeah, Isabel, who apparently is a former colleague of Bess's uh, during the same time frame when this alleged affair was going on. And I, I didn't like Isabel, and I didn't like Henry being with Eliz- no. Isabel. And Henry seems pretty upset about this um, affair story, didn't you think? Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, you, well, you would be. You would be. <laughs> yes, you would be. <laughs> I mean, I mean but they didn't right. really resolve it. And no. that's, I mean, she denied it, but not, but not enough, it seems to me. Well, I, I don't even know why they need to deny it. There is zero chemistry between those two people. I mean... <laughs> Like when Bess and Dalton are in the same room, the last thing I'm thinking about is, oh, there's those people. They want (laughs) hot, hot, hot hot. for each other. Yeah. No, there's just, there's nothing. I mean, I, I think, well, we all know in Washington, there's a lot of shenanigans that goes on. People work long hours. Well, there's a lot of shenanigans everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. Yes. But uh, particularly in Washington. Yes. Yes. People work long hours. It's an intense environment. You're there for short periods of time and then you leave. And so I, I think maybe that accounted for the blase reaction or, well, we don't really know because think about Madam Secretary's staff. They've all had a little something going on on this so you're right well, you're right Leah. well they yes. don't know but i just think it was so clear there was zero chemistry between those two just yes. as we're going to get to in five episode 520 zero no. chemistry between blake and stevie so we did not ask for that there's yeah. not a single fan that oh. watches madam secretary no. that wants what happened in the grand <laughs> finale nobody nobody wanted nobody that. wanted that nobody dreamt that that was never, ever, we can't unsee those scenes, Leah. 
<laughs> okay. We can just we have, you, we have each I'm other sorry. and we can talk about it. That's that's Ooh. that's it. <laughs> okay. But at the end of the exper- at the end of this episode, the great experiment, she does have a good speech, the old Alexis de Tocqueville thing that the United States is the great experiment, this balance of democracy and equality. And I thought that was one of those great classic Madam Secretary speeches that I, I hope I had hoped we would see more of this season. So I'm glad we got a couple at the end. That was a nice moment. Yes, I agree with that, Leanne. So also in these last two episodes, her flipped hairdo is is just great. Yes. Yeah, yeah very yeah. strong. Yeah, it's yeah. a good cut this time and like yes. some strong styling. Yeah, it's good. Did you have anything on that particular episode or should we just do one binders full of blouses? Uh, well, we can do one, but I did want to shout out to there was a lot of piping of the blouses okay. in uh, this episode. <laughs> good. Leanne, nobody else does this no. kind of work. That no. would notice these things. No. But I did. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I thought uh, I thought it was some good use of piping. There we go. All right. So whatever the writers didn't use in The Great Experiment, they then used in the season finale, Better Angels. And uh, because this one really had it all, wrapping it up. We <coughs> hope it's not wrapping up the series, but we don't know. This show has right. not been renewed yet. Still on the bubble. I've seen some positive stories over the last 24 hours that maybe there's room in the schedule for a show that can handle all these news topics in a single episode. It's a, (laughs) not many shows would brave this, this sort of, if you're listening to this, you may want to pull over, sit down, get out a little pad and paper to just take notes on the number of topics we're going to be talking about in this grand finale. Okay. First off, we have to issue uh, some kudos and perhaps a slight apology to the writers of Madam Secretary because they did a couple of shows this season on climate migration. And we were like, okay, we get it. Climate migration. Let's move on. And then sure enough, don't you know, after that last episode, Julie, the front page story on the New York Times, like days later on the Sunday paper, was all about climate migration. Did you see that? I did see that. Madam Secretary has always been you know, ahead of things in terms of topics. It's, you know, I don't know how they do that, but um, that was that was a big kudos to them. So the A story in this one is remember the climate mar- migration uh, treaty. Well, now it's got to get through Congress and that's for the funding appropriation. And then they have to sign it at the UN. So she has to fight Congress and the UN. So that's the A story. And then, wow, things go south there. Um, in the B story, which started out like such a fantastic story, uh, where, uh, we get to the campaign. I don't really yes. understand. Finally, finally, we're at the campaign, Lee, and we've been waiting for this for so long. You know, those, you know, they're in the kitchen, they've got the team together. Mike B is there. They're getting ready to go. They're going to be made. They're talking about the announcement. You know, I thought we were that, you know, there was a lot of energy in those scenes. Yes. And I am confused because you're not really allowed to work on a campaign and no, you're not, you're not allowed to do this. So they should, they should have quit their day jobs and to move over to a separate office. Yeah. So the idea that they weren't going to talk about the campaign during their daytime hours just was a little preposterous. Yeah. But, I mean, but, but I guess they didn't have time to all find new jobs no. or in the script. Yeah. That would yeah, have been so that, so there you go. So Blake and Mike B assigns Blake and Daisy to vet the kids, <laughs> which is a great storyline. Like that was unexpected and I loved yeah. it. And I thought, yeah. well, this will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
And then the C storyline is Henry wants to go on vacation, but he doesn't want to go scuba diving. Right. Okay. Right. I also feel like we got chipped because we never saw them on vacation. But uh, all right, we'll get to that. So in the A storyline here, there's, you know, first of all, we find out she didn't really drunk resign two weeks ago. No. She handed in a resignation for two weeks from the day of this episode. So now what we have is, as they say in the business, a ticking clock. We know yeah. that like, oh, when Beth says, oh, okay, well, in two weeks I'll resign, that the world is going to go to hell in a handbasket. And it pretty much does. Yes. So, oh, red flag. Oh, that's not good. We have a ticking clock happening on this episode. Two weeks. Bess is going to resign. Watch out. So she has to get this treaty through Congress for the for the funding. Uh, she gets grilled. Senator Will Chase is there. It's just, it's, you know, your basic hearing. She gets some unexpected pushback from what she thinks is a slam dunk Senator. What is it? What is he called? Rainbows and moonbeams. Is that, yeah. is that what Russell calls him? Uh, so, so, um, she has to go face off with Senator moonbeams in his office and lay down the law and when she does it, doesn't she, Joel? Yeah. She lectures a lot, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, she, she's really, She's all in on this climate change treaty. She wants to get it approved. The Senate has to approve it. And uh, she's taking no prisoners. Right. So now, now it moves on to the UN, uh, to the UN arena. We've already seen a scene at the arena where this Harriman, this world's grumpiest ambassador basement, the guy in the basement. <laughs> in the basement. He's the UN ambassador, has the worst office yeah. of anyone uh, in this show. Okay. So, so he, he does have that funny line where he's like, try not to be a jerk. He looks in the mirror and <laughs> says to himself, try not to be a jerk before he has to go present at the UN. But, oh, he loses his lucky pin on the way to the UN. He's walking through the streets of New York and his uh, RFK political cam- um, campaign pin flies out of his hands and goes down a grate. So we know that I, pin's going to be That back, was right? sort of an interesting little note. I mean, he got a lot of airtime in this episode, which is, in a, which is I don't know why, Leanne. Inexplicable. That's what you were saying? That's I, what I was I, saying. That's what I, the word I was, I was struggling with there. I just don't know why, because yeah. we, he, you know, we really don't care about him that much. And, uh, and but for some reason, we get a lot of his backstory and that he has this lucky um, campaign button that he's always had and he drops it down the grate and it's, you know, then he thinks everything's going to go badly. Uh, and this is some tricky, uh, tricky work he's doing at the U.N., Leon, because one of the other sub stories has to do with the Rohingya ma- massacre yeah. in Miramar. Right. So we have <laughs> that whole issue going on. Right. And they want to call, uh, call an international criminal ward, uh, you know, tribunal, uh, sort of like what they did with Bosnia. So we have those issues going on. So very complicated, lots of ster- serious stuff flying at us in this episode. Are we, you know, are we going to be, you know, are we going to go into the issues of the Rohingya massacre or are we going to go back to the, you know, to the Senate with this treaty? I, we don't, we don't know where we're going with the episode or I didn't know where we were going. Yeah. And it was a mystery why they spent so much time on us, particularly because a few scenes later, Things do not go well for Ambassador Basement. So the treaty is going to pass. There's going to be some celebration in Geneva with the UN Security Council. They're right. all gathered in a single room with apparently not a lot of security. Or, apparently. And 
Uh, Ambassador Basement stands up. He's going to make a nice speech and some toasts, and they're going to do this, and they're going to commit. And then, and then everybody starts to choke and gag and bleed and throw up, and they all die from sarin gas poisoning. <laughs> I know. They're poisoned, Liam. They're poisoned. poisoned. How poisoned did that happen? By one of the guards, apparently. So I know. I know. But that was like, well, wait a minute. Am I watching the same show? I wasn't even certain. Like, did I fall asleep and this is a whole new episode? I mean, I don't Let's... even know why that poisoning scene was there. No. I okay. mean... They just and it, went and it, and it, it was a very elaborate scene because they're they're all dead on the floor and then you know then um Harriman's we got we have a scene where he's in the morgue and they're crying over at that. I mean, it's terrible. Right. Creamer. <laughs> right. There was a lot of him, dead and alive. I just when they killed him, I was like, I thought maybe they were setting him up to be the vice president or to be her campaign manager. I'm like, why are we spending so much time with this guy? And then they killed him. Uh, I guess it was because of the pin, because the RFK pin comes back and provides this sort of human moment at the end of the show. But it was a mystery. But then it dovetailed with the white nationalist storyline yeah. because they take credit, the global movement, uh, anti-migration, anti-refugee movement of white nationalists. They take credit for it. And so the White House is going to push back with all their resources but I just kept thinking, why do we keep going back to Ambassador Basement? I don't really understand. And and then Nina, the assistant, yeah. was crying over his death. But three episodes ago, he was like really mean and nasty to her. So I know. In fact, I thought Ambassador Harriman was going to be on the list. The Me I did too. List. Yes. And I, I thought he was going to be dismissed for inappropriate behavior towards female staff members. Okay. So then. No, he this, was poisoned. Poisoned. This, and they, the whole poisoning thing, that doesn't seem to really, I don't know. I don't know where it goes because then all of a sudden we have China buying Senator Will Chase with the mustache and influencing the election. Right. <laughs> I mean, did I get that right? That's right. what was well, happening, No, but right? then Callister, you know, then we have yeah. the whole Russia, Russia, Russia right. theme too because his campaign manager was, well, that, uh, that's right. Was, I forgot that storyline. Okay. See what I mean? Yeah. We're sorry, people, if this is sounding confusing, but it was, the, it was the kitchen sink. Okay. Yes. Callister's campaign manager had to, you know, he was arrested right. for taking, right. taking bribes from the Russians. And so Callister, the, you know, her big enemy, um, he suspended his operations. Yeah, of course it was Russia. I don't know why I had China in my notes. So that I think was from the previous storyline. Yeah. So he suspends it, has the press conference. It's a witch hunt, hmm, politically motivated witch hunt, but suspends campaign. Right. So right. Well, you have China in, his, in your notes because as well, the Chinese ambassador and the Russian ambassador, best was on the right. you know, telephone yeah. uh, uh, conference calls, uh, trying to get them to support this, uh, this treaty, UN treaty. Okay. That's, okay. that's why you had, it's very confusing. Lady. So yeah. then they're all back in on the treaty and Bess tries to unresign because she's like, so much is happening. I have to stay out of my job. And she has a scene with president Dalton where it's a nice scene where he says, you know, your time is next. This is my time. Your time is next. Like, you know, you have to run. You have to resign. You have to run. We need you there. And yeah. uh, and then we get the whole better angels saying that political, uh, uh, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? That, reference. Yeah, that political, yeah, reference. 
<laughs> I mean, cliche is that's the word I was looking for. Uh, appealing to your battery angels, that cliche. Uh, so then we get no vacation. We're going to get to that sub storyline. We just cut to two months later. We see her announcing for president. In what appears to be like her own backyard Fourth of July party, where was right. the people? She needed some more people at that thing, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think so. Now that we've seen, we've seen, 20, every- we've seen twenty people announce they're running for president yes. in the last uh, six weeks. Yeah, I think we have certain high expectations right. about what presidential announcements need to look like. Yeah, right. I but mean, it was a good speech. You know, the other thing about speech. her, it was that, a good that was. To me, that was one of the highlight of the of this episode, yes. Leanne, because one of the things that as I was watching this is maybe because she was so dragged down in all the hate and the fear of the white nationalists, whatever. But she she brought no joy to her campaign. I mean, I was worried about her. Like, why are you even running for president? You seem you you seem a sort of overwhelmed. You're not joyful. You don't seem energetic. It seems like it's this giant burden that you have to fight back against. So the only the only scene that where I felt like, hey, you know, she is excited about running for president was that final speech. That's a good point, Julie. It is a good point. I mean, again, we spent so much time on Harriman. I would have much rather seen her behind the scenes planning that announcement like that would have been. I think more fun, more joyous. I, I don't know. So, but that's what they chose to do. They chose to, you know, go all in on the political story, uh, on the, on this, on that story. So I, I, I didn't understand. All I know is at the end of the speech, it did tear up a little and I thought I'd vote for her. So <laughs> that's what I thought. So it's an independent. That's good. Uh, as the B story. Okay. We have Mike B. You know, we love him. He's looking at yeah. offices. That, that, even that, that was fun. Like we needed that, a little more yes, fun. Yes, the campaign was fun. They're just, the yeah. rest of it was dragging yeah. him down. Yeah. 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 So we have Mike B. Uh, he, t- he tasks by, uh, Blake and Daisy to vet the kids. And, um, and so they do that boom, boom, boom. I thought there was going to be more sleuthing. <laughs> I thought yeah. they were going to get to sleuth around on their Facebook pages and this and that. But there's a very quick, fun scene of where they, you know, talk to each, the three of them and the kids answer in turn, you know, exactly in character. Wouldn't you say? Yes. I, thought that was I, a nice I love that. No, I love that. You know, they were going after Jason because he had edgy posts, but he was like, well, I'm not taking any of those down. Yeah. They were like, okay. <laughs> and then Allie, uh, they were saying, well, do you smoke marijuana? And she said, of course not. I eat it, you know, (laughs) and then Stevie and her dating history. Yeah. They were, they got into that. So what I, what I, what I noticed though, that did not mention uncle will or uncle will's hair, which I think is going to be a real (laughs) campaign liability. I did like when Stevie had her climate change dread thing. Like, why are we worried about a millennial's dating life when climate change? Blah, because that is literally the conversation I have had with my sons. Yes. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, 100%. That was a that was like word for word, the kind of the, conversation. The world is going to come to an end. Yes. Like, on we, their, yeah. uh, you know, thanks to us w- during their lifetime. So mark my words in this election. That's all I'm saying. Uh, they really care about that stuff. All right. So then we... Blake feels bad that he was hard on her. So Blake and Stevie decide to go out for a drink. And then, oh, for God's sake. I mean, what was that? Leon, Leon, Leon. I know. I was like, we didn't ask for this. No. We didn't want this. No. That we, these two, because they're so 
like overwhelmed about climate change, they decide that they're going to have a little romance. Right. So there's but there's just, no chemistry, none. no, none. The kiss is bad. Everything. Everything's, everything's bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's cringeworthy. You're just like, oh, everybody was screaming at the TV. No, don't. Oh, no, not this. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. It was very, uh, it was not organic to this storyline. <laughs> No, it wasn't. I mean, we've seen Blake. I mean, and, I would yeah. like to see Blake with a, you know, with yeah. a nice partner, somebody, Any, you know, anybody, somebody. and Stevie too. We're, and we're, I love Stevie was, but not those two together. And it's just that was, oh, that was. We didn't want that. You know, sometimes in shows you're rooting for characters right. to get together. Right. We no. There's a weird age difference. He works yeah. for her mother. He's sort of been the one that signs permission slips and stuff. I mean, we've seen him act as like halftime babysitter. It just, it was all, it was not good. And and then when he goes to tell Mike B and Mike B's like, ooh, awkward confession theater. <laughs> just love Mike B. Um, so uh, for, fortunately for this, this storyline wraps where they decide to be just friends and America lets out a sigh of relief. Like, oh, thank you. That we well, don't have sort to of. That. But then there's like the booty call, Leanne, where, well, where no, she goes, just wants to talk. She just wants to talk. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's hope. All right. And then the C storyline quickly, they're dreaming of the day she's, she only got the two more weeks left as secretary of state. And then she's going to have this time off before this, the, um, the campaign starts. So vacation and Henry wants to go someplace warm with the beach and Bess wants to scuba and Henry's deathly afraid of the water, which of course is ironic because he's a Marine, right? I know. How is that possible? And yeah. I, and I really, I, I have to, t- I took a objection to the fact that they referred to the ocean as a fish toilet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, what is that about? <laughs> what have they not seen finding Nemo? I mean, what's the matter the with that? Earth? Yeah. Yes. I, anything. <laughs> yeah. I, the ocean, it's, it's, it's a wonder. Okay. I, I, that was, it is a wonder and he is a Marine. So I, I don't know, but I, I, I agree with him. I, I don't like any sport where you can't breathe. Right. On your own, okay. <laughs> right, so right. I understand that, but I just, I, I, it just seemed so stupid and it seemed like it was <laughs> not well thought out. And then we did, I mean, it was see- a little better than the poisoning scene, which yeah. seemed really like crazy. <laughs> And desperate, okay? <laughs> and it was better than the kiss scene, yeah. which was cringing, you know? So, well, um, okay, yeah. And the and then morgue we... shot, that was, like, confusing. The what and shot? The what? The morgue shot. Oh, the uh, morgue Harriman's, shot. Harriman's yeah. morgue shot, yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. I, it's a good point. And then we never got to see the payoff. We never got to see them on vacation. I know. We did, I just it felt unfinished, that storyline. So... That feels... Uh, Where's the big invest- investigation of all these dead people I, I don't right, at the UN Security <laughs> Council? Nobody's investigating that. I know. Well, at she, all. She's gone. She quit. It's done. <laughs> Where else going to hell in a handbasket, Julie? Uh, all right. So that that was it. So, you know, thank goodness the episode did end on her wonderful yes. speech because that was an excellent speech. And uh, it seemed very organic to her. We reckoned back to... 
uh, a couple of weeks prior where she went off to Camp David to quote writer speech alone. And it did yeah. seem very personal and it was excellent. I just wanted more people there. I wanted, you know, 20,000 people I know. <laughs> like Kamala Harris got, like I just wanted a little more <laughs> from her hometown, I know. but I know. So, but the speech was excellent. And, and in our binders full of blouses, I'll just kick it off with that beautiful dove pin she wore at the speech. I thought that was really nice. Yes. She had yeah. that. That is good. I'm resigned to the fact that she's just going to wear those trousers yeah. and pants. I, it is clear that the black bra is going on the campaign trail. Yeah, it's happening. And yeah. we're just, we're just going to have to deal with that as, as far as we go on. Um, Daisy is going to, she's going to set all the records on the campaign because she looked fantastic in both of these episodes, just snappy, poppy things, great graphics, sassy skirts. I mean, she, she, every, every scene she's in, you know, you just can't take your eyes off of what she's wearing. So that, that is uh, good to go there. Um, and, and then surprise visit. We did not even talk about Jane Pauley. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right. Was, was in Madam Secretary. There was so you much not, in this. Show. I know. <laughs> Jane Polly, your hero, Julie. I mean, you're here. I know. I yeah. loved you, and I thought she had a very snappy suit on, much yeah. snappier than than Bess, who seemed to be slouching in her seat there uh, during the interview where she was trying to address the issue of the fake news story about her marital affair. Uh, with the president, alleged. Oh, yeah. Better. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh boy, that was. <laughs> it's a lot. People, it's people, lot if do. you have not watched these episodes, mm. you you have to understand. We take meticulous <laughs> notes, but this things were flying. Yes, here. I so agree. It, it, we I, were getting whipsawed by. These storylines coming at us. I agree. <laughs> I agree. All right. So uh, so I think that wraps it. Do we have anything else? Do you have anything no, else? No, I think still? that's it. All right. Um, we're taking a week off Satellite Sisters this week. It was a good thing because we had to watch all this <laughs> Madam Secretary. Uh, but we'll be back next week with the regular Tuesday show. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. You're not going to want to miss some of the stuff we have coming up in the spring. A lot of fun interviews. Our best beach bag book series is coming up. Um, we have some mother's day stuff. There's going to be, uh, some contests that we're announcing. We love contests. We have a good one coming up. Yeah, Yeah. we do. So, uh, subscribe to satellite sisters. Thanks for joining us on satellite sisters talk TV. All right, Jill. Well, I hope they get another season because i would I like too. to see her on the campaign trail like i would I like too. to see that team and i'd like to see her take her team to the campaign trail so and i'd like to see her you know work with daisy stylist <laughs> campaign trail. and get out of those trousers yeah and she's got to get a new look i think for the campaign you know yeah so yeah. that would all be fun to see uh maybe she could have a little bit more fun with things I, i'd like that um but We thank you for listening, and don't forget, call your satellite sister.